Hello. Hello. Hiya. Thank you so much for joining us. We're really, really grateful. Um, so firstly, I'll just give you like a quick introduction and tell you what it is that we're doing and what we're kind of expecting from you. Um, so the project is called Forms of Intelligence, and we're looking at different types of intelligences that are not human. So this includes like plants and animals and machines. Um, we want to see how these things connect and communicate. Um, and we'd also like to see how we can use different forms of artificial intelligence or non-human intelligence to create a more interconnected world. And so we just wanted to ask you a few questions. Um, firstly, can you tell me your name and what it is that you do um, working in the animal or, or plant world? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Sylvia Riemert and um, I'm a performance artist and um, I did an audio walk um, through Lee Woods in autumn 2019 called Some People Climb Up and it's a, a project looking into plant signaling between trees uh, via fungal networks um, and it's also looking into um, plant perception so yeah oh fascinating wonderful thank you so much so you um so you guide people through the woods yeah so it's a guided walk uh for a small group of uh, participants um uh, who all uh, join uh, to um, yeah, experience uh, trees and the forest uh, with all the senses. So there are little um, uh, tasks uh, or invitations to interact. And um, yeah, it's about uh, tree communication, um, which happens in, in various ways. So for instance, via fungal networks, via electrical signals, but also through um, chemical signals, for instance. And um, um, but uh, the audio work is also about um, makes um, connections to um, the neurons in our brains, because, um, yeah, I am very interested in how how the uh, electrical signals via fungal uh, networks in the forest are very similar again to uh, the electrical signals in our brain and um, yeah so in a way I compare these two um, complex systems um, and then the walk is also about um, personal stories and um, yeah a lot of other things as well. Cool that's amazing that sounds really really interesting I'd love to, to actually come along and see that in in action. So um how did you come to be interested in, in actually using performing arts and, and sort of animal plant life and, and trees and so on? So I actually come more from um, from the side of uh, being interested in processes of the mind. And I've uh, worked with various uh, neuroscientists in the uh, past, for instance, on memory or decision making. And um, so... Uh, when I read a book by Peter Wohrleben, uh, The Hidden Life of Trees, which has become quite popular over the last years, um, I um, yeah was really interested in the uh, connection that I just mentioned between, um, between fungal networks or the communication between trees in relation to the networks in our brain. 
and um, yeah, so Peter Wohlleben, um, he he writes in a very he's a forester, a German forester, and he writes in a very um, yeah uh, popular culture way about um, um, about the the forest, and um, he talks about in a way about tree families and about mother trees. So so he uses in in a way quite a a human uh, terminology when he talks about about the forest, but but he also uh, mentions um, at various at various points researchers uh, who research uh, plant signaling, um, and yes, yeah, so, so that was my starting point really. Cool. That seems like a yeah a really interesting book to read. I'll definitely have to check that out. Um, cool. So. Where, apart from obviously, you said you uh, you you did a, a, walk, a guided walk in the in Leeward's and Bristol in the forest. Um, where where else do you sort of work with um, plants and and fungi? What other sort of venues? Yeah, so that was uh, my uh, first project, but um, I started the project actually in um, um, in Australia in the uh, Blue Mountains. So. Um, Originally, I started with uh, a collaboration partner, uh, Kat Jones, a Sydney-based artist, and um, so yeah, we were in a uh, on a residency in the Blue Mountains, and uh, that's where we started to look into plant signaling and and tree perception in the uh, in the widest sense, and then we. Um, went to Germany and uh, had a residency there at the um, Internationales Waldkunstzentrum, which is um, kind of international forest art center and um, gave a talk there as well. And um, yeah, and then uh, I did a um, residency at uh, We The Curious um, in um, Bristol in 2018. And so that one that uh, focused much more on uh, on workshops uh, with uh, mostly young people, but also um, adult participants, um, uh, all about um, our interaction with trees. But um, maybe, yeah. Uh, so um, maybe I could talk a bit more about, um, or a little bit about the uh, um, uh, the scientists who I. Uh, who I researched for the project. So, um, yeah, so there is a, obviously I'm an artist. <laughs> so my, um, my um, focus is very much on uh, working with uh, research that I find and to combine it with uh, personal experiences and, and ask questions, etc. cetera. Um, but yeah, I, nevertheless, it would be interesting to talk a bit about uh, uh, the research. So, so there is, for instance, um, um, Frantisek Baluska. I hope I say his name in the <laughs> in the correct pronunciation. Uh, he's a, a professor at the Institute for Cellular and Molecular uh, Botany at the University of Bonn in Germany, and he um, he researches what he calls neuronal aspects in higher plants. Um, so he believes that uh, in the root apex, the tip of the root, um, there is a, a, well, he believes that the tip of the root um, functions um, structurally similar to um, 
uh, to neurons in the brains, or he at least he makes he makes uh, uh, connections or references, which is in a in a way quite um, provocative. Provocative because of course um, trees they have no no brain, so to so to talk about neuronal aspects is um, yeah is quite a statement in in that sense. And um, yeah, so he talks about, um, or he researches uh, that the plant hormone, uh, hormone auxin um, induces action potentials. Um, and that is structurally, structurally similar to, um, to serotonin in our brains. So he has also talked about neurobiology, but then uh, this has been very much contested because yeah, as I just mentioned, it's quite an abstract perspective, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. It's not very logical, but it it is. It makes perfect sense at the same time. That's really fascinating and very interesting topic. Wow. So, um, so going back to the questions, then, um, so what are the benefits do you believe of working um the way that you work with plant life and and intelligence? Um, intelligent species such as fungi and that how do you how do you find um merging your art with um with plant life and what are the benefits of that for us and for yourself well i'm really interested in um exploring our connectivity with the forest and with the natural world around us and um yeah because i um i made this connection to how we function in our brain and uh, uh, signaling in our brain that's very similar to to plant signaling i'm in, interested in um yeah kind of wondering if we are maybe much closer related than we thought and um actually that uh, the plant world might not be as as far away or working completely different to um uh to how humans work. Obviously there are differences. I'm not saying they are not there, but um, it's interested, uh, interesting that there are similarities as well. And um, what's uh, really interesting is uh, that it seems that the f uh, forest where the fungal uh, networks or certain tree species, they, uh, they support each other um for instance uh, yeah in various ways for instance um um through those electrical signals they can warn each other for instance if there is a parasite coming and then they can can signal each other and then um other trees who uh, receive the signals they can for instance um pump some chemicals in their leaves to make them uh unpalatable for um uh, for uh, certain insects and um, so so that's a huge advantage because this process can take many hours to pump those chemicals in the in the leaves um, but um, but they also um, trees can also for instance share a sugar solution with each other so so if if there are some trees that are not doing that well they can be um, supported by other trees so it's really about uh it's about very harmonious um yeah to a certain degree <laughs> so it's a yeah so it's kind of um so it's about communication but it's really also about um living in community 
and to um yeah so the community is more uh, than the individual plant and so for instance uh Suzanne Simard is a a uh, professor of forest ecology at University of British Columbia and she came she talks for instance about um hub trees or mother trees who um who uh provide carbon to uh little trees okay and, um, <laughs> or could be called baby trees um <laughs> that come true. from uh, that specific tree and uh, the reason is because if um, if there are big trees in a forest, then uh, they um, they basically have access to all the sunlight. So so the mm. little trees, it's very difficult for them to um, yeah. reach enough sunlight. So they are bas basically being nurtured through um, those mother trees or hub trees. So through the roots. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's so beautiful. That is actually such a, um, the way you're describing it, it, yeah, in my head, I've just got this sort of like community vibe, love thing going on between um, the little trees and the big trees. That's, yeah, I really like that. That's amazing. And it is sort of like a mother and baby because obviously we, we do things as mothers for our children until they be can become more independent and stand up on their own. So that connection between the human structures of you know parent and child it can be transferred over that's really cool thank you <laughs> um so my next set of questions kind of leads on to the more technical side and more sort of um your personal experience with artificial intelligence um so just answer in whichever way you see fit um so in what ways do you communicate with artificial intelligence um personally so this can reflect things like um your uh, siri or alexa or netflix um what's your perception of that form of ai and how do you communicate with them yeah so um i um communicate with alexa um and my personal experience is that um i'm quite um yeah i'm interested uh, it's certainly interesting to explore, but I'm also quite cautious cautious in terms of considering ethical um, aspects. And so I'm quite interested in um, who is collecting data and how it's being used, really, and uh, who's got <laughs> who's got advantage of having having the data. So um, so in that sense, I'm I'm, for instance, someone um, I don't like to keep um, Alexa on because I'm I'm afraid of being listened into <laughs> and it being used in in uh, in a way to sell me something or yeah ways. yeah and it's funny because you'll find that you know half the population are, are totally fine with it and would rather um, be heard so that they can have adverts and things that reflect what they want to buy and then you've got the other side who are saying you know definitely not I'm going to switch off Alexa do not listen to me it's really interesting um cool so um my next question is what technologies do you find useful in your um in my daily life um yes of course uh um the internet <laughs> is hugely helpful when it works. Um, 
apart from that, I'm uh, in terms of my artistic work, I'm interested in exploring uh, augmented reality. So that's something that I'm uh, planning for the uh, for the future. So um, I'm um, planning to develop an audio walk in the woods that um, that works with augmented reality. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's really about um so um it's it's still quite in uh, in the early um yeah early uh part of the process but so the idea is that um people um can download an app and then uh go for a certain walk and then at at certain points there will be uh, spots where um either at some at some points just uh, audio can be downloaded or um yeah or augmented reality so that for instance uh rather than uh uh looking at the at the ground uh the the fung the kind of fungal networks that are in the in the ground open up um and you can you can see that or for instance uh uh, when talking about um, uh, the neurons in our brains, uh, and well, basically in my in my project, I'm talking about the metaphorical forest in our brains because the pyramidal neurons in our brain they look a bit like tree structures, and uh, so it is a bit like we have a forest in our brain, and say um, say so, so augment. Yeah, augmented reality would uh, would enable to um, see that visually in one way or another, um, or there could be um, something like a, um, a yeah a veteran tree, and then there could be like a a ghost dance happening through augmented reality. So, so, so there are different uh, types of uh, augmentation that are possible. Yeah. Mm. that sounds absolutely fascinating and I'm Thank looking you. forward to hearing <laughs> yeah. and seeing more so yeah, yeah I'll definitely keep my eyes filled for that that's really cool wow um okay so um if you or no not if you sorry let me I don't, I don't know if I want to ask you this about maybe trees or maybe fungi um okay so I'm going to maybe posit this in a more focused on the 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 fungi and sort of like the connections between those um if if fungi could make a piece of technology that was useful to them what do you think that they would make well the thing is on the one hand side it's interesting um uh, so the root system um or the fungal network between trees has been uh called also like the wood wide web because it's quite similar <laughs> or there is also a relation to uh to the yeah. um to the web really but uh internet but um um in a way i'm um maybe that's a bit pessimistic but um but uh i i kind of thought maybe they would develop a piece of technology that would help them make humans extinct because uh in a way, humans are their biggest threat in, yeah, uh, maybe less so for fungal networks, but uh, yeah, of course. definitely for the, the trees in terms of deforestation and climate emergency. But uh, I don't know, that's probably a bit of uh, pe pessimistic outlook. 
no I agree with you on that one yeah that's actually yeah that's what I would have thought as well (laughs) and do you think do you think they would use the trees to help them build this sort of like um this system where we we were gone or do you think they would maybe trick us into building our own systems of (laughs) self-destruction um they would probably cooperate with the trees yeah (laughs) well that's all our questions so thank you so much for um taking the time to sit with us and talk about your art and what it is that you do um I find you really fascinating and I think what you're doing is really great and I also like this sort of um uh holistic approach that you have as well um I watched the video that you had on your site and I saw people that were taking part sort of like um tasting the soil and touching it and it's really interactive and yeah I we should have more people like you in the world and I think it's really cool so thank you so much for joining us